0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about having big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Sarah Reynolds.
1: And I'm Wendy Papazan. It's just the two of us today. Uh, we're your lonely mm-hmm. onlys. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? We haven't really done this, but... Um, I will say, you know, we haven't really given you guys a taste of what might be coming in the future Ooh. as far as potential future podcasts, hosts, guests, et cetera, et cetera. I will say that we are working on something. It's very exciting. You guys are going to be, I mean, more than excited about it. You're going to be Seriously. thrilled at what we come up with. Um, I'm not going to share anything now, uh, but just know that we are working, we're, we're working on it. And I'm excited to share with you guys sometime in the future. Yeah, ju-
0: just as uh, Via went on to to follow her uh, yeses in her life and uh, follow those, we have stayed, we are committed. One of our big yeses is this podcast and ensuring that uh, we continue to provide amazing content are vulnerable are focusing on um your empire helping you build your empire and also helping you with your big life and we have some exciting things coming up that will help you do that Uh, and so and and guests and co-hosts and all the all that goes with it so we can't wait to
1: share it with you guys all the things well, and today we're going to be talking about, I thought this would be kind of fun. So I was actually reflecting earlier this week. I I, I got the opportunity to sit down with a babysitter who was also like a personal assistant of mine about 10 years ago. Uh, mm. Remarkable, remarkable woman. Um, she's 31 years old now. She was 21 when she worked with me. And I was just reflecting on the amount of incredible leverage that I've had over the years. And so I thought we would just take Sarah and I, we would just talk a little bit about our leverage journeys and how we're able to do it all. You know, we get that, we get asked that question a lot. I don't know if you do, Sarah, I'm sure you do. Yes. the answer is we we really don't do it all. We can't do yeah. it all. You have to you have to lean into the things that you're good at, and you have to leverage out the the rest. And and that's easier said than done. It's not easy. It's not easy yeah. to do that. Our tendency is to want to do it all, have it all, know it all, and especially do it all. Uh, those of you that are listening, raise your hand if you're a do it all person. There's yeah. actually uh, our friend Christy Hill. Her Instagram is Christy does it all. Um, oh my goodness. Which I'm always. I know. I'm always like, Christy. Christy, if you're listening, I'm like, Christy, you got to change
0: that girl. Um. Anyway, well, uh, so well, today think- we're going to talk about help. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of times, um, you know, we talk about help hiring, um, leverage at work. Uh, and many times that's what the focus is on. Uh, but I think when you're a female um, empire builder in particular... Uh, you have to look at different um, leverage uh, than many times um, male empire builders that might have like a stay-at-home wife at home or um, have, have that they don't worry about the home front. You know, a lot of times us as wives, as mothers, um, we are really the leaders of the home uh, many times. And so with that uh, means that we have to focus on help at home, not just in our work, not just in um, your teams, uh, but focusing on help at home. So a big part of our teams are how we have help um, in our home life. So that's what we're going to talk about today.
1: I love that. Well, and what I love is that you actually started out uh, as leverage for your mom right? You were the leverage, right? Yeah. 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 You've you've come a long way, baby. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You started out because she, her business was growing and I'm sure she looked at you and she was like, I've got to channel this energy somewhere.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) And actually I, 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 I got to interview, um, Mo Anderson, um, and Mo said that she was obsessed with Gary Keller's vision on Mm. executing Gary Keller's vision and I related so much to that because my mom is who had the initial vision of what this could be, um, mm. and I have been obsessed with making that happen now for mm. almost almost two decades, I guess. Almost wow! Soon. I just got chills. Uh, and so
1: yeah, wow.
0: yeah. That's and powerful. so I was I've never like, heard when you Mo- say
1: that. That's really powerful." W-
0: when Mo said that, um, my mom is such the entrepreneur uh, very visionary, um, can see things and her number one strength is activator. So she's activated me to, um, really lead the way in terms of making the vision a reality. And so when Mo said that I, it resonated with me so much because I was like, that's how I feel too. Uh, and I so, yeah, yeah. But that. how did we do um, that and have kids did at did the same time that? and babies and yeah, all the things.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, what is your, so first of all, I'd love to just
1: talk a little bit about, Sarah, what was your mindset around getting help at the beginning? Um, were you okay with it? Did you see the value of it? Or was it something you thought was maybe bad? What was your, what were you thinking?
0: I, I think there's are certain areas of home life that I still struggle with big time right now, giving up like right now, um, paying bills and managing our household finances is a big role that I play, um, Mm -hmm. in our household. And that's been something I know that you've recently, um, leveraged that got help there. And that's inspiring to me. I I struggle in that area. Other areas like cleaning and, um, uh, landscaping and things like that have been, um, came easy to me like that made sense to me it's not something I get joy out of um is is that and so that was one of the first things that I got help with was um having a regular cleaner come in um to our house and um and and help us there and then also Mm -hmm. I have I'm, I'm in a pretty unique situation with my marriage I would say because my husband um is very hands-on, um, both at home with our kids. Like, I mean, he is remarkable. amazing, <laughs> remarkable, yeah. absolutely remarkable. Um, and so he has taken on a lot of, he has been a lot of my help in terms of leverage. When we first got married, um, he he had a cor- complete career shift. He was going to be a doctor uh, and came home one day and said, I decided I don't want to be that. You wow. didn't know that? I didn't know that. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. So so George um, studied pre-medicine. And um, huh. yeah, that. he was a pre-med major. And um, the goal when we got married was I was going to sell real estate, continue to sell real estate. And while he went to, me- to medical school, mm. and that was our plan. And mm. then um, one day he came home, he worked for six doctors. He was getting experience in the medical field. He worked for six doctors. He came home and he said- I decided I don't want to be them. Hmm. And I said, well, what do you want to be? Uh, he said, I don't know. I'm like, wow, awesome. We, we were newly married. Um, it was quite the conversation. <laughs>
1: They're like, wait, what? I thought I was going to be
0: yeah. a doctor's wife. Seriously, <laughs> that's that's what I signed up
1: for.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I signed up for five years of work, eight or eight, at the most eight, and then I was going to just be living the the trophy wife life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he tricked he tricked me. He tricked me. No, uh, and so that was quite the moment um, for our for us as a as a couple, and. That he really took on a lot of responsibility at the time from the household front because I Mm. became the main breadwinner, uh, not by design. It sort of just happened, but I became the main Mm. breadwinner, and so he viewed his role as a support support role to me. uh, And he's amazing at it uh, amazing at it. Uh, And so, and that sort of has continued um, even through the the three children. So my main focus with him now, as he's building empower home mortgage is helping him have this conversation, Mm. uh, in terms of Mm. giving up some things, um, in terms, yeah, at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Wendy? Well,
1: maybe maybe he'll listen to this podcast if we're lucky. Yes. Yes. If we said, if we we talked about him a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) My sexy, Uh, hot Nigerian husband. Oh, please listen to us. (laughs) George. George, please listen.
1: Uh, yes. Well, yeah. So for me, it was, it was a little harder, I would say. Uh, you know, when I quit my job, I actually felt like I needed to do more things because I wasn't making any money at home. Mm. So I felt like I had to do a lot of—and and, and that's when we really got into the, the real estate investing stuff. So we did our first flip, and we bought some rental properties. And I would do the make readies on those, and you know, I did a lot of the sweat equity. I would paint them, I would do all of that. Wow. I would bring my kids with me, um, wow. just because I thought that's that's what I thought that I needed to do. And it wasn't really till I became a real estate agent that I really learned, like, oh, there's a better way of doing this. Like, if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't have done it that way. Um, mm. You know, and, and I'm hoping that my my little my little toddlers they. They got some kind of good work ethic from watching their mom, like true, I don't know, clean the trash out of the rental properties. Probably not. Uh, but I definitely that was hard for me because I come from a family where you just kind of do everything, you know, and you don't have a housekeeper. Like that was would be something weird. Um, my grandmother, who I was very close to, she was the oldest of I think nine kids uh, when her mm. dad died, and they had to work the farm themselves, so she wow. was on a farm in in uh northern Minnesota with her mom, who was also an incredibly hard worker and they you know you just worked, you just got up and yeah. worked all day and then you went to bed,
0: you know yep um I think so. what's powerful about what you're saying, Wendy, and I want to make sure our listeners hear it and and I am making an assumption here, but you, you, sort. did you impose that this is what you should do on your own? Or was this something that Jay wanted you to do? Did Jay want you to be doing all of the investment properties and painting and, or was that pressure you put on yourself?
1: No, I don't think he, he never, he never said to do it, but at the same time, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, you know, we didn't have like Jay had a, was a W-2 employee. We didn't have any extra money. Yeah. So this was, uh, you know, we were living on one salary and Jay wasn't, you know, he wasn't making a lot then.
0: Yeah,
1: He just wasn't. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so it just, that, that made sense to me. And it's weird. It's hard because it's like, it's a weird mix of, because the, the rental properties weren't throwing off like tons of cash anyway. So it wasn't like I could have really leveraged that. It's not really... The great thing about a business is is you if you know how to do the lead gen and make and get the leads, um, then it's a much better use of your time to do that than all of the other stuff. But on something like an investment property, while that was growing our net worth, it wasn't really creating tons of cash flow. At least not in Austin, yeah. you know, where we yeah. could kind of like. Where it kind of made sense. So it was a very gradual thing, this idea of leverage. I mean, I think we we were under leverage for a long time. And I mean, and at the end of the day, I have a really high capacity for doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of it too, is, is that's your you do too? Yeah, yeah, well, and you do too. And it's like I can just get up and I have a lot of energy and I can yeah. just go all day and I'm mm-hmm. not really the worst for wear for it. I'm not so not everybody's like that and uh you know so that was part of it too I, it, and i wasn't working so i was like well something to do something to do all day you know not that yeah. these not that the rug rats weren't like a big a big enough job but it was it i was able to do it um and some people just would not have been able to do that so
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so we all yeah. started
0: at different places in our leveraged journey uh and i think what's I hope all of our listeners can relate to one of our stories in terms of wh- wherever you have started. Um, and but I do think a lot of the pressure that many females, in particular, put on them on themselves is feeling like that it's your ro- it's our role to do certain role. things that, soci- that society has yeah. sort of put for years on us, and that we've never looked at doing it differently. Um, And so I think, you know, one of the most impactful um, things that ever happened at the Her Best Life signature event, which, by the way, um, is in Nashville in September. So if you um, don't have your ticket to that, please go to HerBestLife.com to get it. Um, But at that event, you know, someone stood up and said, um, you know, your kids don't care who cooked the meal. They care that you you eat it with them. And that was such mm-hmm. a powerful statement for that room because so many times we impose things on ourselves. Um it, But our, those that love us, they really just want to be, they want to be with us. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Time equals yeah. love. So. Well, and
1: there's, there's just so much pressure as women you know, because it really wasn't until the seventies when most women were actually in the workforce. I mean, it's relatively new, you know, that was my mom and even her, you know, when she was pregnant, she got pregnant, um, her boss basically told her like, well, you don't have a job anymore. So you might as well just quit now. Mm. And, um, that's how it was, you know? And so, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty late in the game, you know, just, one one or two generations ago when this was was really common. And so we have this pressure inside of us to be a, a great mother, a great uh, worker, and then also a great homemaker. Yeah. And it's literally what is causing, what has caused so much burnout um, and what caused so much mental health distress during COVID because then all of a sudden you also had, most of the women took on the burden of being a homeschool teacher as well. It's yeah. just, it's, yep. it's literally, it's literally way too much. And then on top of that, we have guilt. I mean, I read somewhere that stay-at-home moms in the 70s spent less time with their kids than working moms today. Yep. So there's a I lot of it. pressure to be a helicopter mom, be really involved in everything. And it's honestly, it's too much
0: it is yeah. literally
1: too much and and nobody can live up to the standard that we that we create in our own mind for ourselves.
0: Yep. Yep. I know one of one of the most powerful questions my uh therapist asked me recently was, you know, how much time do you do you want to spend with each of your kids? How much time quality mm-hmm. time do you want to spend yep. with your kids? And um I had never been asked that because I've imposed mm-hmm. everyone else's desires for for my my relationship with my children and i think that's what we do right comparison is the thief of joy but m- mothering um wife wifing <laughs> um and then also <laughs> with 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 work i mean a lot of us compare um and the reality is is not one family is the same every family has a no. different dynamic and you've got to do what's best for your family and ask yourself you know what what relationship do you want with your kids how much time do, what quality time you want to make sure that you have and all of those things is like we want to empower each of you to be asking yourself those questions what brings you joy um what with your family situation what's the best for your for your family forget all the other families what's the best for your family but empower you to lean into that don't compare yourself to others lean into oh, what's best for especially your Especially on Instagram. I mean, it's Seriously. it's so terrible. It's like everybody should just
1: get off Instagram because it's causing so much mental health distress. I mean, I grew up in the seventies, you know, I have a great relationship with both of my parents, but I didn't really spend much time with either of them. You know, like I remember in the summer, they would just kick you out of the house in the morning I would go play with all my friends until the sun came down and my mom would yell at me to come home. And, you know, I, I watched a comedian, um, <laughs> I watched a comedian the other day and she was talking about how, you know, in the seventies, basically like we didn't even have a water bottle. Like, you know, all these kids need to be like uber hydrated. True. These days. And, and it's like, and it's, I just laughed because <laughs> I was like, true? yeah, yeah. I was like. I just, if we were thirsty, we just drank from the hose. Like we
0: didn't yes. even get
1: inside. Like our, our mom was like, you're thirsty? You just drink from the hose, you know? And uh, and so it's just this, this idea of like, oh my gosh, you have to have like a, a weekly date night with your kid. And like each kid, you got to have a weekly date night. Like if that's you, that's awesome. Like if that's yes. not you, that's okay yep. too. Like for us, yes. we were- we basically were like, you know what, we're gonna have family dinner. That's really important to us. So we've we've had family dinner every single night, and I have a great relationship with my kids. You know, yeah. I, they love me. Yep. They're great kids, and yep. I don't. I've never felt the need to do all these special things. And if you do, like, I'm not saying don't. Like, that's fine. But you know, just it's okay. It's really okay. Like
0: well, you know, so what we're really there. saying is giving you permission to be you, right? I mean, the yes. best the best uh, i olivia my daughter who just turned 10 which is crazy uh, double digits in the Aji household now uh but what she taught me at a very young age at nine months old um that she just wanted her mom she just wanted me to be me like she didn't want this like what i thought a mom should be she wanted her mom and so you have permission to be you however god designed you be you right? And so for Wendy and Jay, it's important. Dinner time is important to them, right? So like that's what they've made for their family. So you have permission to lean in to what's important to you and forget all the noise, forget all yes. the other noise well, that goes with it. And uh, yes, and we,
1: I'm sure you, this was a takeaway for you, Sarah, too. When we saw Ed mylet recently, he's a, a incredible speaker. He talked about um, not living your dreams as a form of child neglect.
0: Mm, yeah, he did. It was so powerful. So, so powerful.
1: So, so powerful. And I think especially women, we need to hear that. You know, I know there's a yeah. lot of you that are out out there listening who think that you can't, you don't get to have it all. You, get, you have to choose between having a career and having a family life. And the reality is, is you really don't. You get to orchestrate what that looks like in your own mind and then, and then leverage the things that you don't want to do. I mean, you have to make money. You got to be, you got to make money to do this. Like you can't, you have to have a business um, or a side hustle or something in order to enjoy this leverage. And, you know, you guys can do it. So let's just maybe finish up, Sarah, talk a little bit about what what your leverage world kind of looks like right now.
0: Yeah, so um, my first and really key sort of team member at home outside, of course, my, my husband, is um, our nanny. Uh, so her name's Vernice, and uh, she has been uh, with us now seven and a half years. Wow. Wow. Yes. And she is our partner in raising our kids. She's our partner in feeding our kids. Um, mm. She started when Caitlin was just born. And, um, and so Caitlin's my second uh, and has handled um, so much for us um, at, at home. So she raised, not raised, but she helped us raise Caitlin to school, to school age. Um, and then now she uh, is taking care of Lincoln during the day. And then she picks up the girls from school as well. We got her a minivan uh, to uh, pick up the kids, and so she goes and picks up the kids after school. Um, feeds them a snack. She also helps with packing lunches. I could. Does I she do live with stand. you guys or no? She does. does she she does not, guys? and and okay. she will tell you that's why she's been with us for seven and a half years. <laughs> 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 she 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 creates boundaries. She does a lot for us yeah. Monday through Friday, but outside of Monday through Friday, she in the evenings, of course, she wants her space, which she needs, she, we, we, we want that for her. So she does not live with us. Um, and so she also does, um, so she's with the kids from eight to six every day, which is a, which is a Mm -hmm. long day. Um, and then she is, um, gives us date night every Thursday night. Um, and so Mm -hmm. she stays late, uh, and makes sure that we have date night. And, um, she's such a, I, my world, if, if, Man, we thought lose me losing Lydia as my executive assistant was a big deal. She she got promoted to a different role, but Bernice, that would be that would rock Sarah's world more than anything. And so she's a key yeah. key member of our
1: well. And, team. and that's a good tip: is if you've got childcare anyway um definitely have them have part of the agreement be for date night. We we always did that. We never had anyone yeah. who was full time like that. We had a kind of mix of daycare and and then after school care and that after school yeah. care was was always Wednesday night date night. That was just part of the package. And so if you guys yeah. are if you're a young a younger parent um it's that's really important. If you don't have family, you know, we just didn't have and even if you do have family in town, you know, you, you might have family and they may not want to Watch your kids every week. You know,
0: nothing well, we have our my parents are ten, are ten minutes away, but th- my parents live a very full life still. And and mm-hmm. like the the press, I didn't want to put the pressure on them to like mm-hmm. they you know they've been through parenting. They don't need to also be responsible for parenting my children as well. And so um, they're very involved in their life, but that I don't. I've tried to build it to where I don't have to have to rely on them. Um, mm-hmm. And so so Bernice is a big part. Then, as Olivia has grown and as Caitlin has grown, they go to a um, a private uh, Christian school that is, uh, follows Christian classical education, uh, which is hard. It's strict. Um, they're learning, they know Latin, and um, they know mm-hmm. the history timeline in a song, like the entire history of the world in a song. I mean, it's a very high pressure, I, I find it to be a lot of pressure school, mm-hmm. um, which is is important to my husband, George. Um, he was brought up in a, a where education was very strong. Um, mm. and with that comes a lot of homework. Um, mm. and so we have been in the thick of homework, uh, with the girls. And so we hired a, um, tutor, a, a, a part-time teacher that helps. She comes in after school and focuses on homework with the girls. We tried to share that responsibility in the beginning. Um, Oh, my goodness. I do not have the patience for homework. (laughs) (laughs) So so that was a big... That has changed my life, that part, is not having to focus on that and and be able to be with the kids and not be screaming at them about, why aren't you able to read? (laughs) so um well and and, and as kids
1: get older that's that's that that that's you know gus is the same way like he is really he's had a tutor for math now for several years it's actually a former real estate client of mine and um which is a great win-win and um they love it he's you know mr jolly is his name (laughs) shout out to mr jolly You know, he's a, he's a math tutor. He's patient. He's like all the things, like I'm not a math tutor. I mean, yeah. no, that's just not going to be good. Yeah. So I think tutoring is, that's, that is huge. You got to be a certain yeah. so kind those, of person. Be a good those tutor. Those are,
0: are, are two big team members for our household that help me do what I do best. Um, what yeah. about you, Wendy? Oh.
1: Um, well, I started with all of the kids stuff. And of course, my kids now are 17 and 18, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but, you know, I got, crazy. I even got some, I got some leverage with the college admissions process. So I joined a Facebook group, which cost me, you know, $89 a month. And there's kind of a instructor in there who helps you through the college process. Smart. Yeah. So, I mean, that's been great. That was great leverage for me. Um, just learning... A, a better way to do something, um, Ooh. that was pretty, pretty affordable as opposed to like reading all the books. And I don't know, you can do, you can spend a lot of time on that. Um, and then now I've really got, we've got somebody, I guess it was probably almost a year and a half ago, Jane and I had a retreat and we really thought like, what are the things that I'm doing that I really, that I, that I do, but I don't really love to do. And so for me, it was really compiling all the stuff for our taxes. Um, Mm. We have multiple businesses. We've got tons of rental properties. And so just the process of compiling the stuff to give to our accountant was onerous. Um, All the 1098s, just all the things. It's just a lot. And so yeah. I thought, God, if I could have somebody help me with that, if I could have somebody help me with the bills, if I could have somebody handle some of the financial stuff. So uh, we ha- ended up hiring somebody who was already in our world, who was remarkable with finances, remarkable with numbers. Um, and she's really helped us do some really, really big financial things that have ended mm. up, she's ended up paying her, her for herself several times over already. So she did a she orchestrated a cost segregation study. I mean, which I awesome. could do. Like I have the ability to, you know, and I'm and she's actually hiring the person who's doing it. And yet mm. the coordination of all of that is a lot of work. Huge. We did a um we did an ERC. We did, we were looking at some energy credits, like all of these things that you hear about, like, oh gosh, I wish I could do that, or you write it down and then you're like, oof, I just don't have the bandwidth to like actually pull it off. So that's more of where our world is, where we're trying to leverage some of our wealth and grow it a little bit. And so she's We're 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 actually starting a deal meeting where she and I are analyzing deals together. Nice. So I can and look at some of the deal flow, and she can, you know, I get to kind of like leverage her really good numbers and financial brain.
0: Yes.
1: Um, as like a as like a subsidiary to my brain. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. So um, it's so more of like a family office
0: manager, almost. Yeah, like a a family. Anything to do with family office?
1: Like we. Yeah, we don't really have enough wealth. To, to, call it a family office, but she helps with a lot of, a lot of that stuff and having, That's and having awesome. somebody in our world has, it's been incredible. Yeah. It's been remarkable.
0: I so, love that. Yeah. And then I think both of us, yeah. um, leverage like cleaning regularly, um, landscaping. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have, we both have a pool. Um, and so I, I, I leverage that out, um, as well. And so a lot of the things that, um, would take up time for, for me or for George, uh, we looked and say, okay, who, who would be better at it? And then also like, if we don't get joy out of it, then yeah. why, why are we doing it? Uh, yeah. and so that's, it's important to start with what's on your joy list. What brings you joy? If there are things on it, um, I know, when do you, you love to cook? Um, and mm-hmm. that's something that brings you joy. And so of course you want to keep the things that are bringing you joy and you want to make sure that you're not doing, um, lower dollar practice per hour activities um, where you could be focusing on what you're built to do best. So
1: Yeah. Well, and and even when I was, you know, when I was the main listing agent for our team, and you know how busy that is when you're going on a lot of appointments, you're missing dinners, yes. things like that. Um, I actually did leverage out, you know, we got a meal service during that time. So it was like, you know what, I'm just, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to yeah. do it. I'm not going to bring McDonald's home to my family. I mean, I probably did Bring it plenty of times, but or P Terry's, which is our version of Austin McDonald's. Um, It's okay to do that too. It's okay to make things be a season, you know, while you're ramping up. Um, But yeah, so wise, so wise, so wise. So just really, the question you want to ask yourself, guys, is who Who's your who? Yeah, and it can't be you. Who's your who? And it can't be you. And when you're feeling that kind of overwhelm, you're feeling that like sick feeling in the pit of your stomach and you've got the money to afford it, right? Sometimes yep. you might have to cut your expenses or even cut your lifestyle. Sometimes you have to cut your lifestyle to get more time back. And for me, yep. the ultimate measure of wealth is how much time can I buy back? You guys know I'm trying to become a time billionaire. And yeah. uh, and so if you can afford it, then think about who is your who, you know, and it can't be you.
0: Yep. And don't don't just listen to uh, on the work side. And so, hear us today, and you have permission today to look at your home life. Your family life and say, okay, what are some things that I need a who in in my family life? And we want to give you that permission today to do that. We would love to hear from you. So if you um, take some action from today's episode, you hire your first uh, cleaning service. If you get out there and uh, get someone to help with homework or whatever um, in terms of your, you are implementing or executing on, please send us a message. we love to hear from our listeners and uh, our, our, heart isn't impacting your life and helping you not just have a big business but an even bigger life. So we want to hear how we do that. That keeps us going. That keeps us yes. going. Yes. Yes, yes. Thank yes. you guys so much for joining us today and continue to get out there, build a big business and an even bigger life. Bye. Bye guys.